0: radio. Back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host Brian Wayne, and this is episode 354. The 354th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast is a poll list priorities. I'll be going over to the books of the future. Um, you know the the books coming out next New Comic Book Day, and you know the the books that are due to be ordered by the end of the weekend. The FOCs and uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all about them, there FOCs. But first, got to tell you all about my newest and favorite affiliate. Um, well, my favorite new affiliate? There we go. That's probably more fair to my other affiliates. Let's put it that way. Um, Nerds Forever. 307 Nerds Forever. It's, it's an amazing place to get comic books. It truly is. It's. Um, I mean, this is coming from somebody that also has a comic book store. Um, I, it's just, I mean, not, not all products and not all inventories created equally, people. And that's, that's what I love about Tarl and, uh, 307NerdsForever.com. 307Nerds, the number, forever.com. 307NerdsForever.com. nerds And when you use code CHEERS at checkout, a little promo code, save yourself 10% off already a crazy, uh, discounted priced, uh, books. And I'm talking about stuff that you see on eBay going for, you know, um, fair market value, Uh, no, it's not always like that, most of the time, as a matter of fact, it's not like that, over at Nerds Forever, because Taro likes to play fair, he's not in it to become a billionaire, Uh, he he just enjoys the fucking comic books, man, and he wants other people to enjoy it as well, and that's that's what I love about it, I sensed it immediately, and that's why he is now an affiliate, so once again, nerdsforever.com, I'm sorry, 307nerdsforever.com, use code cheers at checkout save yourself 10%. Now um no I'm I don't know how much there is to talk about this week. I did a little bit of preparation, but I don't think there was a whole lot. So uh well, let's go through this. First we're going to talk about the FO season. If you're not aware, it's the final order cutoffs. Um if you don't order these books ahead of time, then the shop doesn't know how, who I mean who to tell uh uh, the Lunar or Diamond or whoever's distributing the books, you know, placing the uh, the print order, if you will. There's a whole chain of command here, people, and it starts with you, for the most part, the uh, the consumer. So if you don't pre-order the books, then who the hell knows how many to print. So you want to make sure you get yourself a copy, and more than likely at a discounted price, because when you pre-order books and start a pull list with a legitimate shop, you should be getting a discount. And I know there's a lot of big, big shops out there that don't offer pre-order discounts, and I think that's crazy. But um, yeah, no, uh, yeah, hey, Nerds Forever offers a discount. I want to say it's like uh, ten to 20, uh, fifteen to twenty percent. I know it's more than ten percent, but it's. It's very, very, very uh, worthy, let's put it that way. It saves you a lot of money, and it adds up quick, too, especially when you, you want to be a crazy speculator like myself. So, um, yeah, pre-order your books, people. And then, you know, when the hot book comes out, and you decide last second, I'm going to show up on Wednesday and clean off the shelf you don't have a million people glaring at you, wanting to, you know, shank you in the parking lot, because what you did was a, a shitty, shitty move, and it gives speculators and uh, flippers... If you will, a bad name so don't be that guy hmm? yeah. you get one you get one per shop if you didn't pre-order and it, it's a hot book. It's just how it works. So let's get down to the nitty gritty huh uh, lunar distribution their cutoff date is the third of October so that's gonna be Sunday if you don't order your books get your orders in with your shop by Sunday then well I reckon you're uh, you're uh, you should add a look and I've been there before because I've forgotten. I've forgotten. So, um, Lunar, you're gonna get your, uh, your DC books, your Ahoy books, and your Scout books, so far. That's, uh, subject to change any given goddamn second now, cause, you know, it's the way it is. Nothing is concrete in comics anymore. Has it ever been? Action Comics, number 1036. Uh, we got a Julian Titino Tedesco cover on that one. Uh, Aquaman Green Arrow. Deep Target, number one of a 7 part What do we got going on here? It's uh, Brandon Thomas and Ronan Cliquette, Uh Celebrating the 80th anniversary of Aquaman and Green Arrow, the shadowy organization known as Scorpio has resurfaced and it's larger than before. While looting the past for artifacts and treasure, they have somehow altered the timeline and only Aquaman and Green Arrow can fix it. Celebrating the 80th anniversaries of Aquaman and Green Arrow, this high octane story takes this unlikely pair from the depths of Atlantis to the surface world. I would imagine so, because Aqu- Green Arrow is probably not much of a swimmer. Let's see here. We got a Leon Yuck B cover on that one. We got a 1 in 25 Ivan Reese cover on that one. And there we go. Look at that. You're looking for a new miniseries? Don't got enough Aquaman or Green Arrow in your life? Question answered. Um seek no more. Checkmate number five and this is a uh, Matt Taylor cardstock variant, a little uh, Brian Michael Bendis Alex Malieve action there. Uh from Scout Comics we have Commander Rao number one, Fellhound and Jeremy Simser. Okay, on the final dawn of an exhausted war, a rogue commander sets out on a war path to confront a tyrannical burn. A year later, stories are sung of heroism, but the mystery of her motives remains. I don't know why uh, the narration tone had to change there. It just felt proper. It felt proper. Um, Yeah, Fellhound. Gotta love the, the creator's name there. That's a scout book, people. Come on. Come on. Uh, letter Squids? <laughs> I dig that. I just like that name. I would imagine that's the letter. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the cover here. I don't Alright, whatever. Um, Sweet. Sweet. Gotta love a fucking scout. Number one, what do we got? We got a uh, a 10-cappy uh, Colin Tan unlockable. Mm, gotta love that. Uh, Dark Knight's Death Metal soundtrack special edition Rise Against... Ah, uh, oh, these are the second printings. Okay, so all of that good stuff. You know, I still haven't seen the... Uh, the, the single yet featuring, um, Health, and, uh, oh, fuck, what, what an amazing collaboration it was, it was Health and, uh, Trent Reznor, yeah, duh, yeah, we we're getting, I don't know, man, come on, let's put out this, the, the music people want to hear that they don't know exists yet. That's that's where it's at, people. Deathstroke Incorporated, number two. I loved me some motherfucking Deathstroke Incorporated, number one. I thought it was great. I love where they're going with this character. I'm happy with it. And the Francesco Matina cardstock variant continues to wow. Um, I, I feel like that's the character where Matina really varies up his uh, his uh, layouts. Let's put it that way. He uses a lot of very repetitive layouts. Um, but, you know, you have all that work coming at you. It's... Uh, fucking, I don't blame them. Really, doesn't make them less of an artist. It just makes them faster. And uh, yeah, you know, um, Detective Number Ten Forty Four. The I got a feeling about the B cover on this this week. I know that there's been some uh, some uh, whispers, if you will, about the potential for the Detective Bermejo covers. And I've kind of mentioned before. Um, you know, and all it takes is something like Key Collector, you know, or someone... I, I forget that's where it came from, but I believe it was a Key Collector thing. Some some YouTuber or speculator of some sort that has all types of clout, as soon as they mention something, like a Comic Tom or whatever, you know, they, they're an influencer, and boom, everybody wants the shit, so I... any Any Bermejo cover at this point in time has that type of potential, and... I don't know. I think this is another banger right here. Well, uh, um, I, I, <laughs> I, The last issue of Detective was badass, and it's setting up something cool, and I'd like to think that whatever the fuck these teeth thing are, and you'll have to see for yourself. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not a Killer Croc thing. I want to see a, a different type of creature, because that's what it was... Uh, you know, I don't spoil anything, but that's what it was kind s- of oh, signaling at the end of that issue. Something new coming. Harley Quinn, number eight. Couple of covers there. We got the Derek Chu cardstock. Human Target. Uh, This is a 12-parter from Greg Smallwood and Tom King. Okay. Um, Christopher Chance has made a living out of being a human target, a man hired to disguise himself as his client to invite would-be assassins to attempt his murder. He's had a remarkable career until his last case protecting Lex Luthor when things go sideways. An assassination attempt chance didn't see coming leaves his vulnerable and left what? Leaves him vulnerable and left trying to solve his own murder. And he has 12 days to discover just who in the DCU hated Luthor enough to want him dead. Human Target is a hard-boiled, gritty story in the vein of classic detective noirs told by best-selling and critically-claimed uh, Tom King. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, it's it's gonna be different, people. It's not gonna... Uh, if you're a speculator, I wouldn't... I wouldn't hold your breath. You know, Tom King's kind of proven himself to just kind of have his own type of style that DC... Uh, gets to play with. It's a black label book, so it's completely out of continuity. But um, with that being said, you know if you're if you're somebody who likes to read stuff off the beaten path, and you know you're a fan of Tom King's type of type of styles, type of styles, then this is uh this is one for you. Um, Let's see, we got a Trevor Harrison cover on here. We got a Jenny Frisson one in twenty five. Mm, that in itself, you never know. Uh, Icon and Rocket number four of a little six parter. Uh, Mr. Miracle, the source of freedom, number six. Uh, what is this? My bad, number one. I want to say this is Ahoy, if I had to guess. Um, I had there's no trade dress here, so I'm Mark Russell, Bryce Ing. I'm gonna say this is Ahoy, a sharp superhero spoof from the stellar team that includes includes co-creators of Irredeemable and Second Coming. In Gravel City, the supervillain Emperor King has devised not only a sadistic death trap for his arch-enemy, the Accelerator, but also the means to penetrate the top secrets of his other arch-enemy, the Chandelier. Important new comic book universe begins here, we say sarcastically. Mm Mm-hmm. Right on. So, I mean, fun. It's it's, it's meant to be fun. Uh, There's a... uh, two-copy unlock. <laughs> Alright. From Jerry Ordway. Alright. Uh, the recounts being, uh, printed in trade paperbacks. So keep that in mind. Robin number seven, the fight has begun. Robin number six was badass. We got Francis Manpool and we got a Mirka and Dolfo cover. Oh, I take that back. Ruby Justice League. There we go. So there's only two covers on Robin there. Uh, Ruby Justice League, Mirka and Dolfo getting the, uh, a cover there. If you're a Starro fan, that's actually pretty rad. And then uh, Simone Mayo getting the B cover. Suicide Squad. Get Joker number three wrapping up there. A little Alex Malib action. Um, you know, fucking black label. Oversized. Goodness. Uh, Thud. Number one. This is out of Scout from Bryce Odemar. Bo is a creative in his early 30s living in Okago ain't have a hoid of it. Lately, he's been feeling apathetic, directionless, and tired of the repetitive nature of his laugh. In the midst of his confusion, the one constant in his life has been a comic book character that he related, or that he created, oh, and has drawn since he was a kid. An accident will change everything he thinks he knows. Alright, I like it, I like it. Sounds fun. That B cover. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a 10... Cover unlockable. That's f- pretty fucking rad. Who's that? Jose Giribaldi, Gar Garib, yeah, you know, something like the that, arrow That's badass. So those are all the lunar FOCs this week. So remember, you got to get these in by Sunday, people. And if you had to tell me one, I mean, honestly, not a big speculative week, to be completely honest. But if I had to, you know, pick a long shot, I would honestly say that the Libremajo detective, just because of all of the You know, social media and, um, you know, influencer hype around the the Bermejo covers that, yeah, potential. Potential. Other than that, you know, I'm not a big speculative week. And I say that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, Let me uh, head on over to Previews World here. We're going to see what the hell Diamond has to offer on the FOCs this week. And uh, there we go. Hey, look at me moving quickly. Starting with Vault. We've got Heavy. Oh, it was a big week. Jesus Christ. Um, heavy, number eight. Couple covers there. The second printing of Human Remains. Oh, it did go into a second printing. Alright. So I did pick up a couple of issue number one. Thinking it's got potential. And the fact that it's sold out makes me feel good. Because I read it and I was like, Yeah, I mean, it has potential. But it's not for me. And hopefully there's not a, people out, not a lot of people out there like me to feel this way, because first of all, I, I want the book to sell. I mean, for a lot of reasons. Because I'm never going to say, yeah, I hope, just because I didn't like it, I hope it fucking fails. It's not it's not how we do here, people. But uh, yeah, I mean, a second printing is a good sign for any speculators out there. I would imagine it's probably a pretty low print run, too. And I also think Vault's track record right now gives a lot of books... And number one's potential. So, there you go. But on top of that, number two, also on the FOCs this week, there's a Hickson B cover that looks by it Uh We have another number one. Rush, number one. The Rush, number one. From uh, Simon Spurrier and Nathan Gooden. Nathan Gooden, sorry. Oh, this is a big one. Here we go. This Hungry Earth Reddens Under Snow-Clad Hills. Got it. Nailed it. 1899, Yukon Territory. Frozen frontier, bloodied and bruised by the late great gold rush. <laughs> but in the lawless wastes of the north, something whispers in the hindbrains of men, drawing them to a blighted valley, where giant spider tracks mark the snow, and impossible guns roar in the night. To Brokehoof, where gold and blood are mined alike. Now, stumbling towards its haunted forest, comes a woman gripped. Not by greed, but the snarling rage of a mother in search of her child. Oh, hey, <laughs> I got the chills. Um, yeah, no, I'll give it a looky-poo a, a here. Look at this spider-looking thing in the background. That's what's got me going, uh, yeah, no. Vault, they know how to do a fucking horror book, people. And once again... Potential. We got a we got a Simmons B cover there. We got a one in five Daniel cover there. Oh my God, that is fucking cool. Simple, but cool. Jesus Christ, that is fucking gorgeous. Uh, There's a one in ten Bergara, Bergara I believe. Yep. Then there's a one in twenty five Pace. There's a one in fifty. Is that Derek Robertson? Looks like a Derek Robertson. It is a Derek Robertson. Oh good lord. Who are you? Oh, look at all them spiders. I don't like the um. <laughs> Oh, and then there's a 1 in 100 foil. So, um, yeah, I mean, take it for what you will. You use your own point of judgment. Oh, you know, you're going to order 100 copies of something, you better make sure you can steal a shit out of it. But in the end, probably not going to be a whole lot of those printed. I'm going to say there's going to be less than uh, 60. I'm going to say there's going to be less than 60 of those one in 100s out there. So take that for what you will. Oh boy. Harbinger number 1, Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly. <sighs> All right, so if you're a Valiant fan, this is something that you've uh, you're going to be excited for naturally. I can't wait to check it out. Um you know, it's uh Valiant hasn't I gotta say, they, 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 they've they swung and missed once with me. In two years, though. Maybe even longer than that. There hasn't been any misses but one in quite some time coming out of Valiant. And this is another one I'm excited for. And honestly, I think I would probably enjoy that one miss uh, a little better if it was just a matter of you know an, an artist change-up. And I'm not saying this artist doesn't deserve to be on this book. I'll just start reading it again if there's ever a creative team change. Just because, I mean, the eyes like what the eyes like, and they dislike what they dislike, obviously. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just one that I just can't get past that art style. So, uh, But I, I, I do trust that the story's good, because I hear great things. Check out Parlay Points, you know, ODPH. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ocho, uh, ODPHpodcast.com. There you go. Bam. Nailed it off the top of the head. It's because I visit there. I visit there. I have to stumble over my own website name sometimes. Um, There are four covers on this Harbinger number one. And, yeah, you just pick your own fucking poison. I'm I'm a big fan of that A cover, to be honest. You know, that's where I'm at there. You know? Um, No. From Source Point, we've got Boston Metaphysical Society, Ghosts and Demons. It's a one-shot from... Um, uh, Madeline Holly rosing she's been on the podcast before she's a badass she's a Kickstarter monster monster Kickstarter um, yeah and source point putting out her books as well and just moitoing doing it uh, runes number four uh, we've got suicide jockeys number three once again number two was we're getting the team together you know issue number one was we got a mission and no, I can't wait to see where Ryland Grant and, and company take number three. You know, I, I'm ready for some some fucking kaiju fighting. Damn it, I want to. Mm, I'm not saying that, I you know, it's it's overdue. I'm just saying it's uh the way it's been leading up. You know, issue three, we're gonna get a big old uh a big old type of peak. Ryland Grant knows how to tell a story as well as anybody. Let's just put it that way. And uh, if you love the '80s. Then this is this is for you. And it doesn't matter what part of the eighties. Um, all of the eighties, whether it's the Japanese uh eighties type of stuff, or you know, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger action. This is it. This is it. You know, it's got a little bit of a uh, it's got a little bit of a a lot of amazing things. A little bit of a lot, let's put it that way. A couple covers there. Oh Majin Homage in that B cover, like... Is uh, <laughs> that Top Gun? Yeah. Good Lord. So good. So good. Uh, we've got Touching Evil, number 18. We have Unborn, number 2. Unborn, yeah, I read number 1 this week. Uh, Jesus Christ. This series is going to be something, people. It is. It, it, once again, it's an homage to things the creators love. Alien, Power Rangers... You know? A couple other things sprinkled in there. Um, adult... Adulted. Very adulted. I mean, I wouldn't say very adulted, but it's not something... It's not something... It's not the Power Rangers you're giving your kid to read right now. Let's put it that way. You know? It's it's not that. It's... It's horrific. And, um, gut-wrenching, and there was all types of, uh, stomach-turning feelings throughout this book, as Frank Gogol is so good at bringing about. So... Unborn, add it to your list, people. I'm telling you, if you miss number one, fucking hurry up and get number one and add number two to your pull list. You're gonna want it. And if you're a speculator, double up. Double up. One for you, one for them. You know? You know? One for the wallet. Uh, and then we got another number one. Naza! Uh, the Winchester Mystery House. Ooh, eh. From Joshua Werner and Dustin Irvin. Oh, this is a big, long fucking... Ah. <sighs> Thought to be one of the most haunted places in the world, the Winchester Mystery House is much more than the architectural wonder. It's a labyrinth full of secrets. Come step inside and hear the house whispers. Inspired by true events, ew, 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 the masterfully crafted horror tale written by Joshua Warner and beautifully illustrated by Dustin Irvin take you into the non-stop construction of The House That Spirits Built and its brilliant and mysterious owner, Sarah Winchester. Chapter 1. <sighs> The heart of the house, the year is 1886, and after suffering the loss of both her only child and husband, Sarah Winchester has come to California, to br- bringing with her a massive inherited wealth. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's like the Beverly Hillbillies, just like a, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. After buying a small farmhouse on a large plot of land, Sarah sets to work expanding her cement pond. I'm kidding. Expanding it like a woman possessed. She's gonna expand her farmhouse plant lawn, not her cement pond. Uh plant lawn? What the fuck did I just say? Uh, uh plot of land. There we go. The construction crew's first task will be to build a room that will later become legendary. But something is waking up. Ooh yeah. And you could tell by the skulls and her veil that it's creepy. You could just tell. Um a little three pad. There you go. If you're looking for something spooky that doesn't have a lot of, uh... Um... Uh, what am I... Uh, investment. You know? There's only three issues. Give it a whirly-poo. Uh, scooting on up to Oni Press, we've got Janna and the Impossible Monsters number 7, and Kaiju Max season 6 number 4. So those are your Oni Press books this week. Uh Heavy Metal. Never, never. Number one, a second printing. Ooh, yeah. I hear good things about this one, people. Uh, the Starveci was kind of taken off a little bit. I don't know if it dipped back down or not. I have not looked since. But a second printing on a book that's already uh, done some stuff—you never know. Uh, Black Mask. Yes, we've got Godkiller. Ooh, another one. Spiderland. Creepy folks. <sighs> wow. Look at that almost nudity. Um, Halfpipe and soul dead gaze into the abyss. Things get intense. Don't say we didn't warn you. All right, and fucking consider ourselves warned, people. They warned us. I warned you. I'm the messenger. Um, beautiful cover. It really is. And I'm not. I mean, honestly, you kind of take away the 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 face part because it' a little anime-ish for me there. But beyond all that, like the design. Uh, fucking pretty, 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 uh, pretty, pretty. Um, one, two, three covers there. Oh, uncensored. I knew that there was a nipple in the works. I noted. it. Uh, God Killer Tomorrow's Ashes number one. Some, okay, we got uh, just know that there's a bunch of God Killer Tomorrow Ashes reprints as well, and there's also a Love It 17 and older. Variant as well for number one, so I don't. Mm, I mean, I guess it's just considered the D cover. If the D cover is going to come out at the same time as the fourth printing, then this is the fourth printing variant. I don't know. It is confusing people. That's not, but whatever. Honestly, the people collecting stuff like this, they're they're not worried about being confused. They're they're getting it for the cover, but uh, yeah. Hmm. I I mean, I was seventeen, and all once again they're gonna show some shmeh I would imagine. Uh, from Behemoth, we've got Turbo Kid, Apple's Lost Adventure number two. Uh, few covers there, three of them, to be precise. Uh, aftershock, we've got Cam PC. Yep, PCD number 3, and Out of Body number 5. Out of Body's one that, you know, after reading the first two issues, I tried reading number 3, and I was like, fuck, I think I need to read all of this together now. Um, and uh, that's that's where I'm going to go with this. Or at least the first arc together. I don't know if this is slated to be a mini or not. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I know if it gets to issue 7, then I'm just going to assume that it's an ongoing... Um... Action Lab... Uh yeah, Bigfoot Frankenstein number two issue one came out this week. I had um uh, uh Vernon Smith on the podcast not too long ago, so check out that interview, that creator corner. It's worth a it's worth a listen. And uh, Bigfoot Frankenstein, come on people, it's as fun as it sounds. Uh any danger zone? We do. Uh Digger, what is this? Marcello Ferreria, Adrian Speckert, and Todd Hughes. There we go. Jack Digger is a grave digger, a formerly legendary secret society of a monster hunter who makes sure the dead they bury stay six feet under. But after the most recent encounter with the supernatural, Digger's mentor uh, hangs up the shovel and moves to Vegas, baby, to gamble away his golden years. Now Digger must train a new grave digger, Emily Spade. Look at you and your convenient names born to be, am I right? Uh college burnout and mild alcoholic who is only the is the only applicant willing to do the dirty job. Her life is falling apart and digger is what and diggers is only broken. Okay. But together they might well, yeah, but to you know, fucking together there's more. Together, you know, you get where they might be going from here. Sounds actually pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie. Um, look, people, there's zombies. You know, monsters. Obviously, we're talking grave diggers. There's gonna be a monster. How could there not? It'd be silly if there wasn't. It'd be a waste. Anything from a blaze worth uh giggling. Uh, uh Captain Harlock, space pirate. You know, number five. And all of those five cover glories. Oh, and if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you're going to want that E cover. Because you know how a Blaze does with those homages. Let's go, boom. From boom, we've got the fourth issue of six with Dark Blood. Couple covers there. People really, really speculating around Dark Blood. Gotta love that. Uh, Firefly number 33. Couple covers there. Good luck wrapping up with this fifth issue. Uh, Once in Future number 21. All of a sudden, like after 20 came out. Um, I feel there's there is an abundance of, holy shit, this series is really, really good. That's the type of uh, praise that this series needs right now. Especially for the people that were in early on it. You know, they kind of speculated on it. and has some of the low print runs on those reprints. And, you yeah, know, fingers crossed, people. So, yes, no. um, Fucking pick up Once in Future. It's King Arthur, but, you know, it's, yeah, future, you know. Uh, then we have We Only Find Them When They're Dead. Number nine, a lot of people still loving this one. This is one that I think I'm just... I don't have time for anymore. You know, the premise seems neat, but um, Al Ewing at times, he's just so goddamn... Uh, he's a different kind of writer. You know, you need a palate cleansing before and after his, uh, his stuff. You know, you can't really uh, just have his book in the middle of a stack of books to read. You know, at least with this series. Um, so, yeah, that's just kind of why I'm having a drop. it. I'm not saying it's not good, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. It's fucking gorgeous, though. Um, it really is, in a lot of ways. In all of the ways. It re- really is beautiful. Um, there are two covers on that as well. From Boom, do I dare look at dynamite? Uh, my eyes, my eyes. You know, all the yish. Uh, IDW, we got G.I. Joe Real American Hero, number 287. A couple covers there. The 46th issue of Sonic the Hedgehog. You got two covers to choose from there. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, Monster monster of Temple Peak, number three. It's a little four-powder. Um, what is this? TMNT, The Last Ronin Design Archive. You know, I mean... Take that for what you will. I think that might be worth picking up, actually. Um, I don't know. Last Ronin is... It hasn't fizzled off, people. People still love the shit out of it. Uh, Transformers, number 36. You got a couple covers there. Uh, Beast Wars, number 9. You know, a couple covers there. Transformers, Shattered Glass, number 3. That little five-part miniseries. Two to choose from. And then, ooh Saga, so- <laughs> you Number 23. Oh, and look at that homage variant. Um, yeah, no, you're gonna, uh, yeah, this is, uh, homaging the, uh, number one. First, you, Soggy. Yeah. I gotta remember to. Fuck, I gotta remember. Fuck, I gotta remember. I'm gonna write this one down. I'm not gonna write down a whole bunch of them, but this is one that I would normally skip right the hell over, cause, you know. Usagi number 23. Yeah. Gonna want it. I don't think any speculator's gonna want it as well. There's stuff coming with Usagi, people. Uh, Dark Horse. We've got Black Hammer Reborn, number five. Ooh, yeah. Um, I got some catching up to do, but I believe I have all of the issues needed to do show now. Thank you, Nerds Forever. 307NerdsForever.com the, I'm telling you, this is the best, people. Um, Hellboy. Silver Lantern Club. Oh, a five parter. Look at you. You're being awfully ambitious. Christopher Mitten and Mike Mignola and Chris Robertson. Look at you. Right on if you're a Hellboy fan, you got a five parter to play with for a while. Uh, Lady Baltimore Witch Queens, wrapping up with fifth issue there in that little mini series. Uh, Stranger Things, Tomb of Yubin. Number two. You know, I would imagine yep, the rest of that would all be Stranger Things covers. So four covers to choose from there. Um, looking at them, uh, yeah, it's all very different art styles, so, mm-hmm, probably something for you. Uh, Image, from Image this week, we've got Adventure Man 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 number six, that's still going? Fuck, been quite the hiatus. I would imagine this would be the beginning of a New York then, you know, because it's been a little bit. There you go. I'll probably actually be dropping this one, just because I never really got around to finishing the first arc. So, yeah. Um, Chew, number nine. Um, still the best thing ever. Ever. Uh, <laughs> crossover. Number nine. Couple covers there. Uh, Frontiersman, number two. This is one that I kind of speculated on, uh, you know, I was on the FOCs. I picked up, a. A couple of copies the premise sounded super neat but here's the thing it's not that the story was bad Um, the way in which it was told was just kinda it was a little convoluted for me it was it was muddy and at the same time felt like a lot of it was very repetitive I don't know I I feel like they're setting something up but at the same time I personally I'm I don't have a lot of faith in this series really taking off Um, but with that being said I will give number two a chance, because it looks like, just based off this cover here, it's finally going to get interesting, you know. Um, I Look at what happened with Radiant Black. You know, number one came out, and it wasn't what people were expecting, and then all of a sudden, you know, what did it take, like, issue number four? And people were like, oh my god, this is the next big thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that's kind of how I felt about reading the description, of the first issue of Frontiersman. So like I said, I'm going to give it another go, but I was rather disappointed with the first issue personally, as a reader. Um, But maybe I'm just stupid and can't comprehend good. Uh, Geiger, number three, getting a second printing. Take it for what you will, people. Um, Geiger, going to be big. A lot of people loving it. It's hard not to. It's really good. Uh, Good Asian, number six. Uh Uh-huh. I had heard... The the, uh, the trade for the first volume of Good Asian was really, really good. So, yeah. Um, take that recommendation for what you will. It didn't come from me. It actually came from Nerds Forever. Um, but I haven't read it, so I can't say. Uh, Philadelphia number 18. Get on it, people. Oh, well, who's on that A cover there? Oh, that is fucking badass. That is Jason Sean Alexander. That is so good. Uh if you like vampires, but you're burnt out on vampires, but you still want to read vampires, and you need to read *Philadelphia* because it's different vampires. Magic Order 2, number one. So, volume two. They just can't keep a fucking series going. You know? I get it. You want to keep readers? Yeah. But, ugh. I wish an independent would just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Number seven, bitches. You know? Not not to throw shade at anybody that doesn't do that, but I would like it. I would respect it a whole heap if I gotta seize it. Um Once in Future did that. That's what Once in Future did. They're like it's only gonna be six issues and they were after the I think the first issue they're like, No. No, number seven's coming, motherfucking. What do we at? Number twenty now? Twenty one? Mm-hmm. Um let's see if one, two, three, four, five, five covers to choose from on Magic Order. Uh one, two, three, four, five covers to choose from on Sweet Paprika number four. Uh one, two, three, four, five covers to choose from on wait, hold on. No, I take that back. We've got What? Mom, Mother of Madness, number one, B cover. Okay. And then the D cover. Alright, you're a little late there. Because number 3 is here. It took you past number 2 to be released before you got the variants for number... ay ay, ay. Um, yeah. And then... Let's see, I like, the, I like that A cover a lot on issue number 3. See, that makes me want to get back into it. But that first issue, once again, it was kind of I couldn't really comprehend it. It was all over the goddamn place. I felt like it was trying really, really, really hard to be something that's already been. And yeah. But I mean, there's fucking drugs on the cover, mushroom drugs, good drugs that are legal. in the the uh, the smart states. I'm not saying that if mushrooms aren't legal in your state, you're a stupid state, but the people that are running it, don't need to pull up their head or pull their heads out of their asses, because it's an incredible thing. Um, I'm all about uh, psychedelic reading, people, and this one, this one has my attention. We'll see. I want to know where the fuck it's going now. You have my interest. Uh, three covers on issue number three. Um, Oblivion song number thirty-four, Primordial number two. You're going to want to add this one. Everybody that's read it is a hundred percent on board. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I haven't heard anybody say anything bad about it, and I know quite a few people that's read it, so that's definitely saying something there. Um, Radiant Black, number nine. Couple covers there. Gotta stay on that one. Uh, Savage Dragon 261. Son of a bitch. You've moved on. A new issue. Um, <laughs> You know. We'll see how long this one stays on the FOCs. Just remember, 261. Uh, spawn 323. Once again, the McFarlane cover is to be announced at this point in time as I record, so take that for what you will. Um, I usually, uh, I go all three on the spawn ongoing just because the Baron's variant is absolutely fucking phenomenal. I think I've already talked about this. Hmm. Maybe it was moved again. It's the one with the... Huh. Maybe this was moved out. I'm not sure. I feel like I've already mentioned this. The Halloween costumes and the Captain America and the Yeah. Right on. Either the way. Fuck it. Um, two moons, number six. If you're reading that one, couple covers there. This is my uh my pick of the week. Um, what's the furthest place from here? It's so a number one, obviously, from Matthew Rosenberg and Tyler Boss. Uh triple size first issue for only five bucks. A post apocalyptic coming of age story from four kids. Well, yeah, from the person that brought you the. So, a post apocalyptic coming of age story. The world has ended. All that remains are gangs of children living among the ruins. But Sid believes there must be something more out there. When she disappears into the wastelands, her gang will risk everything to bring her home. A story about the things that matter most your survival, your loved ones, and your record collection, naturally. Um, just know that uh, Matthew Rosenberg is an incredible fucking storyteller if you're not familiar. And he's, he, he's going to bring us something amazing, people. I have all of the faith. Honestly, if that were a description to anybody else's book, I probably would have passed. But, that's like I said, that's just me. Um, but it's Matthew Rosenberg, and I know what the fuck the dude can do. And I'm um, the oh, these these the five covers for this, all of them amazing in their own way. Is that Scotty Young? Show is Scotty Young on the C cover. Oh my gosh, she's Prager's. Oh, they really did mean record collection. The f- whoa, what all right, cool. There's a number, there's a deluxe edition, seven inch record edition. Oh, that is badass. I think this is going to be huge. Because this book is going to get... Yeah. <laughs> I'm personally a fan of the... Uh, the. Wow. Brian Michael Bendis cover. Brian Michael Bendis drew this cover. See, this is, this is the type of thing that really has my interest because... You know, it's got a fucking pig on here. And that's... I didn't see that coming. Oh my god. Yeah, no, this is going to be a massive story, people. Do not sleep on this one. If there's one indie that you want to just kind of really speculate and hold your breath on... Oh, fuck. I think it's, what's the furthest place from here? I do. It's, uh, there's so much more to that description than... Mm, yeah. Uh, so those are all the indies due to be ordered this week, and that's probably the most important stuff, but... As far as speculators go, you know we are got to talk Marvel. Because it's got the most opportunity. Um, starting with Alien number 8. i got a couple covers there. Jesus Christ, that B cover. Ivan Chavrin. You have my attention. Don't remember ever saying your name, but that is gorgeous. And I know it's a podcast, you can't see what I'm looking at. But that's part of the reason why I'm doing this. So you are inclined to want to see for yourself. Because how could you not, as an Aliens fan wanna pick that up. And just the A—I co- mean the A cover. Mark Aspinal Aspinel? Spinal? Fuck I love a face hugger. Um this is <sighs> Jesus Christ man. Jesus. Uh that's right. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Amazing fantasy number four by little five Pada. Uh what's this one here? Cara Andrews. Fuck yeah. This is war. Teenage Spider-Man, World War II, Captain America, and Spy School, Black Widow, fight to survive their amazing fantasy. Fucking A. Gotta love it, man. That B cover is Um, Amazing Spider-Man number 77. Who's on this one? Kelly Thompson and Sarah Pacelli. Fuck yeah. Gotta love it. Is that the first time? Is that the... Would this be the first time we've seen an all-female creative team? Well, I guess it wouldn't be all-female. Who's coloring it? You know, that's a big part of it. They, oh, they should have Rachel Rosenberg color it, and then I can. There you go. That's how you do that. Um, Arthur Adams on the on the cover, though. He's not a lady. Um, but no, I don't know. I don't know if we've ever seen an art of uh, uh, you know a female art writer duo on Spider-Man before. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that could be something in itself. Um, one, two, three... No. Two covers there, and Spider-Man 78 as well. Another Kelly Thompson Sarah Piccelli, Okay. Ben Riley's second real uh, little Morbius. Okay. Um, I don't like it when they do that. When they put consecutive issues up for order on the same week, but yeah. Um, and as a, there is a, uh, I mean, there's a Deadpool anniversary edition, but it's Leefield, so, bleh. but, but um, there is a Miles Morales anniversary issue for this as well. I do not yet have an image for it, but um, Miles Morales covers doing well, doing very, very, very well, people. Um, the last issue of Miles Morales itself, number thirty, all of the covers and the variants are selling way above cover price, not way above, but um, at least double. Um, And I think I'm being modest there. I think triple is probably a more accurate um, description there. Miles Morales fever, people. And the dude hasn't even been on... You know, into the cinematic universe yet. You know, he's not a... Outside of being a fucking cartoon. So imagine when he's not a cartoon. You know? All of his shit's gonna blow up. Because all of the stuff that everybody is already after is financially out of reach. For the most part. So, you know? There's gotta be another tier to you know, for for, for the broke, for the broke, and this is these are your opportunities, take advantage now, um, Avengers, number 50, uh yeah, fucking A number 750, that's so fucking badass um let's see, the conclusion to World War She-Hulk of course, uh uh, yeah, I would imagine yeah, no, yeah, ten dollars I'm going to say, it's probably an oversized issue with an abundance of different um, th- stories in here. But uh I'm in it, obviously. you know I want to know how many pages it is for $10. I, w- I-, I-, I want at least 80 pages for $10. It better be at least 80 pages, but I have a feeling it won't be. I'm going to say 50. Yep. I'm going to say they're going to charge 50 cents a page think wait no hold on that'd be 2 dollars a page no that's not right <laughs> that'll be a 100 dollar book um eh, i'm i'm a comic book reader people don't fucking judge me how many covers are we going to do on avengers number 50 10 dollar price tag 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 8 8 is where we stop i believe and McGinnis and ron lim and um martin and of course there's going to be a deadpool Uh, I don't see a Miles Morales one, though. So, yeah. Avengers 50. I, I, I'll have all fucking 50 issues. Look at me. Um, Avengers Tech On, number four. A little six-parter. Oh, look at that Black Panther tech suit. That's badass. Couple covers there. Um, Momoko on the B cover, but, you know. I haven't seen it, but I, I would imagine it's probably not super impressive. Uh, Black Widow, number 12. Uh, yeah, Adam Hughes, again on this cover. So Adam Hughes, all the rage people. Anything Adam Hughes involving a lady has potential. So know that. If you're a new speculator, that's a guideline to you know mm, not 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 be opposed to. Um oh look at this masterpieces variant. Joe Jusko just killing it. Look at her little short uh short haircut there. Looking like a <sighs> <laughs> Like she wants to speak to the manager. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh to me it is. Uh Daredevil number thirty-five, I do believe this is where it ends. Um maybe not. I know it's gonna end for a minute, I think. But well, maybe this isn't where it ends. Lockdown continues as bullseye reigns over New York City. From this series It's taken this comics world by storm for over two years. It's the grudge match of the century: Bullseye versus Electra. Hey, it's Daredevil, not Electra. You know, you want to call her uh, Miss Nachios? That's cool. Or if you want to call her Electra, it's got to be Electra Nachios. Otherwise, it's confusing because she's supposed to be Daredevil, right? You know, Matt Murdock's just old, uh, old Joe Bird, Matty Pooh. You know, customized, but uh, yeah. Formerly known as Prince, but nope, nope. Currently known as Daredevil, that would be Electra. Are you confused yet? Uh, <laughs> I know that she's gonna stay Electra for. I, I. <laughs> there's things I can't say, but I know things, people. I know things. Um, what are we doing here? Look at that. Fucking Kingpin cover. Joe Jusko, you have my heart, sir. Gonna need that. Jesus Christ. My pants just got a little tighter. Uh, Darkhawk number three. Yay! Couple covers there. Darkhold. There's gonna be some Darkhold books. We got Blade. So, with me, if you're gonna ask... Oh, what are you gonna do with all the Darkhold books? I'm gonna be pixies and choosies with the Darkhold. I'm not gonna get all of them. I'm gonna get the ones that interest me. You know, obviously, the Iron Man sounds badass... Uh, how do I not get a blade book? Because there's just hasn't been enough blade to satisfy as of recent. Um, so, yeah. But there will be a few Darkhold books where I just kind of say, mm, I don't give a shit about that one. You know? We'll see. Uh, oh, there's connecting variants to this as well. So, be prepared. Um, Deadpool, Black, White, and Bloody, number four. Uh, who's on this one? Christopher Yost, and more. Hikaru Usugi and more. And then Ryan Brown on that oh look at that fucking cover. That's badass. Um cool. You know, it's a anthology of Deadpool stories. And don't expect a whole lot of color. But if you're a fan of red, this is for you. Um Death of Doctor Strange number one getting a second printing It mm, could be low print being that I don't have uh, uh, an image here you know that's one that you keep an eye on if it, the image isn't revealed by the time that the FOCs are due for order you know sometimes you gotta play it to the wire sometimes it's a tough game to play it's a risky game to play cause sometimes you forget I have alarms set now though um, but uh yeah no you wait and you see and if the cover isn't, you know, revealed, then I say you take a chance in a book that has, uh... Was there a first appearance in here? Fuck, I don't remember. Oh, yes, there kind of was. There kind of was. I mean, I guess it's kind of long shot. You I'm not going to give anything away because it's kind of a spoilery type of thing, but, uh, I don't know. Take it for what you will. You know? Um, me, I'm um, like I said, if, if... There's not or if the cover reveal is cover reveal isn't to my liking or there's not a cover reveal I'm in it. Otherwise, I'll probably sit this reprint out um, And on the same track as death of dr. Strange. We've got a uh, one-shot tie-in. I believe they're all just gonna be one-shots um, Avengers so death of dr. Strange Avengers i uh, done by Alex Pacnall and Ryan Badenheim. so um, I'm gonna do the death of dr. Strange kind of like I'm doing Darkhold I'm going to be picky and choosy. I'm not going to have everything out there now tying into something, you know, if it's something that I, I really don't have any interest in reading. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and this one, I just kind of... I don't... I don't really care, you know? Um, but there are some tie-ins to this that I will be fully on board with. It's just, you know, the... I have a feeling that whatever's going to happen in here... I'll, I'll get the gist of it in the uh, the main mini series there That's all. um let's see there's a crease Lee variant as well that I do not have an image for so yeah. uh, eternals number seven that's still going damn um, I'm not reading it apparently it was just it's not a team that I really have a lot of interest in um Excalibur. Number twenty-five, couple covers there. Hellions number seventeen. Well, we're gonna get a JTC action figure variant. Another havoc. Didn't they just do a havoc? No, they did not. I yeah no, I take that back. Uh yeah, this is going along with the 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 same type of like orange background they've been doing here. That little line. Um, yeah no, and uh, fucking a hundred percent yes. Hundred percent yes on this action figure variant. Um, God damn, that's good. Uh, an obvious pickup this week, people. Hulk number one. Who knows what Donny Cates and Ryan Otley are going to introduce? First arc being called Mad Scientist. The uncontrollable rage of the Hulk has reached an all new level, and nobody, including the Avengers, is prepared to handle it. But is it all, or is it really the Hulk that people should be afraid of? Or is there something missing to this puzzle? Join the blah, 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 blah. um. So yeah, fucking a. I mean, uh, you're. I don't know how you're not picking this one up. It seems like a no-brainer. You know, um, what are we doing here? One, two, three, four, five, five covers on this one. Um. There's a Momoko variant. What the fuck is even going on there? Oh hell no. So apparently Momoko's trying her hands at. A uh, Scotty Young type of style. No, no, you have lost all of my respect. Now I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of the uh, images revealed here. The uh, one of these is pretty cool. The Saga Phase variant. I don't know what that is. Joe Bennett. Oh wow, they're still allowing a Joe Bennett to. Hmm. I thought he was taken off of everything, but apparently he's still allowed to do covers. Alright, take that for what you will. That in itself could be something, because it could be one of the final covers. You know, the cover was probably already done a long time ago before his ass got fired. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Inferno, number two. This is just, this should have been due for order a while ago. No, you know what, I'm not mad at that. You wait for number one to come out to decide if you want to order number two. My bad. And then from there, you just kind of stagger them. But, uh, yeah, no, I fucking loved the first issue. I did. It was all over the place, nice and oversized, but all over the place that finally came together to one, uh, very, very, uh, ambiguous road. But, uh, I don't know. Everything just kind of started running parallel, you know? Uh, well, I guess if it's coming together, it's not running parallel. Uh, it was, it was just. It was a Hickman story. It was told the way Hickman tells stories. It was fucking awesome. The payoff was great. Even the first issue had a great payoff. Um, what are we doing for variants here? One, two, three, four, five. Ooh, five covers. Right on that fucking masterpiece is variant. Jesus! If you're an Emma Frost fan, or if you're a pervert, this is the. I kid. Is it good though? Oh, look at that. Fucking Magneto variant is gorgeous. Fucking gorgeous. Jesus. Um, Kang the Conqueror number two getting a second printing. Mm hmm. No cover revealed there. Uh, Marauders number 25 made it to 25 issues. One, two, three, four covers there on that 25 issues. Um, Bishop being featured on the Masterpieces. Uh, Spider Man number 32. Alright. Oh, and I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, the the B cover on this, it's gonna do well. It's gonna do very very well. Um, is he pink now? He is now. Uh, fuck, he is pink now. Son of a bitch. Or am I going colorblind? No, 'cause that's red. Huh. Well, look at that. And re- all right. It's black and pink. It's a fucking it is a cool fucking costume, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Look at Taskmaster all up in there, oh my gosh. I haven't been reading Miles Morales. But I have been you know, you, you don't you don't not have Miles Morales in your collection. You go back to it, you enjoy it, you wait for all of the covers to randomly fucking take off for no good reason at all other than the fact that you know it's all that's left it's affordable. And then, yeah, you sell the shit out of it. That's what you do with Miles Morales. Or, 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 or you, you read it and enjoy it. Um, I'm just... You know, it, uh, Spider-Man stories, I'm, I'm very picky with. You know, my Spider-Man characters. I, I can like a character, but that doesn't mean I like to always read their stories. So, yeah. Uh, Moon Knight number three, getting a second printing. Yeah, you're probably going to want to pick that up. Uh, for... Oh, uh, what's his... What's his f- face? Um, Hunter's Moon. There you go. Even though he got the shit kicked out of him. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 the, the, the first printing still doing very well on the old eBays. Uh, Savage Avengers number 26 this week due to be ordered by Monday. Star Wars number 18. Uh, let's see here. One, two three, four, five... Five covers on that one for some reason. There is an action figure variant that I do not have the image for yet. Oh, the suspense. Me and my action figure variants, I tell ya. Um, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 17. few covers there. One, two, three, four of them. I know I'm kind of recording this early, so I don't have a lot of fucking images, unfortunately. Uh, Star Wars High Republic... Number eleven. Uh, one, two covers there. Mamoko on the on the B. We could only imagine what that looks like. Uh, Strange Academy number thirteen. One, two, three covers. So don't fall off of Strange Academy now. I know that a lot of people are just kinda like, oops. It's not not super hypey anymore. Well, the death of Doctor Strange. This is just purely my speculation. I don't have a lot to base this off of other than um, being a reader with a a, a hunch, and it's the uh, death of Doctor. Strange is really a story to set up and make what's going on in Strange Academy more significant. Or at least uh, one or two of the characters at the very least, give them a real place in the uh, Marvel Universe. And, yeah, and on that same note, um, the the death of Dr. Strange presents. Uh Strange Academy. Oh wait, no. Strange Academy presents the death of Doctor Strange. Okay. So alright, well yeah, there you go. See that right right there. I mean that's that's what the fuck I'm saying. Something something big is going on here and um what's her name? What's her name? I don't know. Um well this is following Eric and Alvi. I didn't see that coming. I figured it'd be the other ones. Either way, like I said, this is, uh... They're... they're, they're, they're making characters more interesting. Making... Y- y- you you want to remember them. Making, trying to remind you, let's put it that way. And I'm okay with that, because I'm somebody that wants to see Strange Academy do something, and continue on. You know, I, I want to see Strange Academy live on like the Teen Titans. You know? Like they're like the Champions. And I, I, I think it's, a I think it's a fun fucking premise with endless possibilities. Um, the thing number one: uh, <laughs> Walter Mosley, Tom Riley. Yes. Uh, let's get to the part where he's telling stories. The range. <laughs> All right. <sighs> the urban sprawl of the back alleys of Manhattan to the farthest reaches of the cosmos itself. A lonely evening and a chance encounter. Or is it? Sends Ben Grimm embarking on a sojourn that will have him encountering and battling figures both old and new. See? See? Featuring guest appearances from figures drawn from throughout the Marvel Universe as well as precision artwork by Tom Riley, the next big thing, will remind audiences why The Thing is one of the most powerful and beloved characters in the history of motherfucking comic books. It says that. It says motherfucking comic books Fuck it, we're Disney, we could do that. It didn't say that, but that's the type of vibe I get out of this. Uh, ask me if you should pick up the thing. Yes. Yes you should. Should you pick up two? I think you should pick up three. Um I, I think it's a I think it's a no brainer. I do. Especially with the little tease of you know, new appearances. Um we'll, we'll see. But um beyond that, I, I think that there's just The Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU, people, and stuff like this. It's gonna be, uh... It's gonna be, uh, very relevant. It is. I would imagine. I would imagine. Maybe not immediately. There's a fucking Bermejo variant on here. It's not fair that I don't have an image of this. I can't imagine Lee Bermejo drawing the thing. That right there? Yes, pick that up. Okay, I'll take one of those. And, uh... They're only doing three covers on this? Wow. Look at the restraint on you. Todd not getting a headshot variant there. I can imagine what that looks like, but... Probably not too different than the A cover, to be honest. But, yeah, no, the... the Libra Mejo B cover is going to be huge. It is. Without even seeing it, I just... I'm telling you. Pick it up. I think it's going to do well. Uh, possibly even immediately. Uh, Venom. 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 Number one... Mm-hmm. We've got Al Ewing and Ram V and Brian Hitch. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to say this is probably not a terrible one to speculate on, because, um, I don't know, who knows what... Uh, Venom, just so much happened, and so much has changed, and who knows... What's going to be kept? What's going to be changed? Um, what, what, yeah, uh, what's going to be tweaked? Um, I don't know, man. And with that being said, I'm I'm very 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 anxious to see what somebody else does with Donnie Cates's, you know, uh, run. And I'm fucking all over this, man. Uh, naturally, there's going to be an abundance of covers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight eight covers I have here alone, you know, and that's not including incentives and all of that. I don't know what any of the incentives look like. You know, that's always something to keep in mind. Um, yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, most of these I don't have a uh, an image for. Of course, I've got the Momoko variant. I can honestly say that I don't know what the fuck that is. That is the worst... You guys may think I'm just a hater. You do, but I'm. But I'm not. I'm. I'm an art appreciator, and I'm also. So, uh, I'm offended by this. I am legitimately offended by what the fuck was just allowed. Shame on you, Marvel. Momoko, you do you. You have your style. You know. You. 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 Mm-hmm. But in no way, shape, or form would I ever. Ever allow this to be a cover? I—that's not venom. That's a—that's a Venus flytrap meets Black Panther. That's—that's that's the s- uh, uh this is the 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 worst cover I've ever seen in my entire life. And Rob Leefield exists. Uh, um, anybody that appreciates this cover, I'm going to question your taste in art. Like, that. that's how bitter I am with this. I know, I mean, you just hate Momoko. Fuck that. Fuck that. That is what the fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Winter Guard, number three. Couple covers there. X-Men Legends, number eight. Uh, two covers there, and then the Trial of Magneto, number two, getting a second printing. Ew-wee. So there you go. Those are all the books on the FOCs this week, people. Do not forget to pre-order them. Uh, all of your diamond stuff by the 4th, October. Like I said, keep an eye on these covers that haven't really been revealed yet, because if it's a banger and I have the image, I'm going to fucking tell you it's great. But I also... (laughs) there are times where marvel slips through things through the cracks and you know speculating is just a fancy word for gambling you know and uh yeah that's, that's kind of what we're doing here so but no I you know, play the odds you know sometimes you got to play it to the wire see who uh see who's getting benched you know what i mean sports references so uh yeah there you go all right people um i'm going to take a quick little uh, breaky poop and uh, leave you with an apocalypse promo, maybe a little of this, a little of that, and I'll be right back to talk about the books that you. Oh, I need a break. Probably should have already pre-ordered, but maybe some new things have come to light, man, since, and we'll talk about all of that on the uh, yeah, the next part, where I talk about the new comics coming out next uh, New Comic Book Day, quite naturally. Hello, I am Christy and I'm Layton, and together we are a new podcast on whiskey tasting called married, married mash. mash where we discuss life family and pretty much anything yep and Layton brings a new whiskey for me to try will we clink it or will we sink it check us out on iTunes Spotify or wherever you find your podcast follow us on Facebook and Twitter and remember always drink responsibly indeed Alright, as promised, I am back to talk about the new comic books coming out next new comic book day. So, uh, let's, let's, um, let's, let's scoot on back. Scoot on back to Lunar. Cause, you know, can't make things easy. Um, so, uh, starting, starting, uh, with, the uh, Are You Afraid of Darkseid? Number one, it's a little one-shot here from Dan Hip and a whole bunch of others. Um, not Dan Hip on the cover. Yeah, no, it's, uh a whole lot of people. Ed Brisson, nice. Jeremy Hahn. Friggin' hey. Ellie Kalant, look at this. Nice man. Um, you know, a little one shot. This is the 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 spirit of Halloween. Dark side. Um my definite I hope you went big on this one, because I did. Uh Order of the World, Arkham City. Number one. An abundance of uh new characters um uh, potential uh and i got to say you know, I, gotta, I got a little review copy and oh damn you know it's a uh, it does have all of the potential the arts of it, it's it's unique in a in a good way um i'm i'm i don't know man i i am I'm, I'm glad i went big on it that's that's for damn sure that's for damn sure and uh yeah i will be getting that one in 25 i think i picked up uh five of the the b cover um yeah man Oh, uh, I got my fingers crossy-crossed on this one. I have a feeling it's gonna like not really be on a lot of people's radar. I don't see any other speculators talking about it, and that's kind of a good thing, because if, you know... Yeah. um, We shall see. We shall see. Regardless, I mean... I, uh, fucking, there's a... Prof- Professor Pig is in this series, and I'm... I'm so fucking into it. <laughs> Give it to me. You will put Professor Pig on a team. Uh, um, Batman number 114. Two covers there if you're a... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, ghost killer? All of a sudden I can't remember his name. Um, yeah. If you're a fan of that character. Jesus. Um, uh, Batman The Adventures continue number 5. Another first appearance. Mayor something or other. But uh, regardless, I think he's going to be a big deal. I think he's going to be important in the Batman universe. So, uh, yeah. You know? Because fuck Mare Nakano. He ain't shit. A couple covers there as well. Uh, Blacksmith, number one, coming out of Scout. Uh, By the Horns, number six. I had just recently had a very privileged conversation with one Charlie Stickney. You know, one of the the main men in charge over at Scout. And I was uh, informed that By the Horns is now, uh, it's an ongoing. So get friggin' excited about that. Look at that. That really is exciting as shit. Uh, Also from Scout slash Black Caravan, we've got Cherry Blackbird, number three. Excited to have this one on the old pull list. Um, this is one, it's a five-parter. It's one I'm gonna read to an entirety. It's taking a lot of willpower to not read it, but I just, I gotta know. Um, course Set, number one. This one seems very interesting. Uh, this is, I, I hope this is on my pull list. I do. Um, damn. Uh, this is, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to track it down if not, because it, it just looks really, really good. Uh, Crush and Lobo, number five. A little eight-parter. That one's, uh, Yeah, a couple covers there. Um, Soul Plumber, number one. This is from the last podcast on the left, dudes. You know, a little six-parter, DC Horror Presents. I don't know, I'm interested. I'm definitely going to check out at least number one. Um, If number one doesn't at least really, really intrigue me, then I'll probably just say, okay, that was fun. But um, I don't know, I'd kind of like to think that I'm going to be on board for all six issues. We'll see couple covers to choose from. Uh, Also from DC Horde Prevents, you got The Conjuring, the lava, the lava, number five. That's wrapping up with the fifth issue. There are a couple covers. Um, From Ahoy, you got Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death, number one of six. Again, I think this is the third time. At least the third time they've done this now, but we ain't mad at you. Joker Presents Puzzle Box, number three. Fuck yeah. See, this is one that... uh. I'm a big Matthew Rosenberg fan, and I have these these intentions with him. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that here real soon. So that, I'm, I'm holding back on reading Puzzle Box right now, and it's taken, like I said, a lot of willpower because it's something I'm very, very interested in. But uh, yeah, in the meantime, I just keep sliding on into the poll list. Uh, that's the other thing. The, the, the benefit of having a poll list is you don't have to keep adding shit every week, or, you know, just it, it's just there. Yeah, there's an ongoing boop, there you go. Yeah, fucking set it and forget it, bitches. Uh, Justice League Infinity, number four. Um, Nice House on the Lake, number five. Couple covers there. Uh, Night of the Cadillacs. This is out of Scout. This is a w- number one from Kirk Manley. Rob Pryor. This one gonna be a lot of fun. Um... Let's see, just one cover there. Uh, Red Shift, just one cover for that one. Number three. Uh, Snatch, number two. That's taken far too long. And I say that as a reader, um, not as a critic, for this this second issue to come out. And I'm, I'm so fucking on board with this. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to read the second issue of Snatch, because that first one was unlike anything I had ever checked out before. Uh, Swamp Thing, number eight. You know, wrapping up there. Well, not wrapping up. Almost there. It's an 8, 10 parter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matina just killing it again on the on the cardstock. So you got to get you some of that. Uh, we're celebrating Wonder Woman's 80th with a whole lot of 100-page spectaculars. And I think that's, yeah. So just pick your poison as far as covers go. Which one did you choose? And, uh, yeah. So those are all the books coming out through Lunar next week. So you can get these on a Tuesday. But, uh, I don't know. I, I grab it all on a on a Wednesday. Because the, my shop sees me far too much as it is. They're probably tired of my ass. Um, no. Let's, uh, let's see what the hell's coming out through Diamond next week. Oh, exciting times. Uh, what do we got? Let's start with v vault as per usual. I don't know why I even... Um, last book you'll ever read. Number three. So after reading number two, I decided that, yeah, I'll probably just... Um, I'll read this in clumps. You know, I don't know if this is an ongoing. If it is, then I'll get to five and check it out. But um, I don't know. Maybe it was just the reading environment I was in at the same time too. But it felt like uh, I just I needed more all at once to to appreciate what I was reading. But I don't know. Like I said I could I could be wrong about that too. I know I loved the first issue though and had so much potential. So I'm not giving up on it. Um, there are three covers on that one, along with the black bag variant, as they have been doing. Then you got "Mama, Money Shot" number fifteen as well with their black bag variant, so keeping it sexy over at Vault, locking up the goodies. Curse, Blush, Titan, Monday, Monday, Rivers of London, number four, three covers on that one. That's all they got coming out from Titan next week. How about Second Sight? Yes, we've got a bunch of stuff from Second Sight. we got Blowtorch, number three. Uh, Chess Masters, number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Menagerie, number one. So Second Sight putting out the titles. From Scout, yep, same stuff. By the Horns, Cherry Blackbird, Redshift, Snatched. Sometimes the Lunar and um, Diamond Scout releases are different. This week, not so much. Uh, Not so much. Oni Press? Only press we've got Dirtbag Rapture. I think I picked this one up. I want to check out at least number one. Um, snuffles goes to war. Fucking Rick and Morty in my arena, and then Rick's new hat. We're still going on with that one with number three. So yeah, three titles out of Oni Press this week. I am very intrigued with Dirtbag Rapture because it feels like well, I mean it's not a another an IP that they you know took on. It seems um, what's the the, the, the um. I can't think of the word. <laughs> Mad Cave. Uh Bountiful Garden number two. That's coming out of Mad Cave. Uh this is the part where I scroll. Heavy metal? Intrusion. One shot. There you go. So you're fucking heavy metal, man. Well one shot. There you go. I said that. In different order, Uh, uh black mask? Everfrost, wrapping up with its fourth issue this week. Ew, I'm not reading Everfrost, so I don't... I have no attachment, but for those of you that are, you've been reminded. From Ahoy, we've got Snelson, number three. Right on, that old comedy dude. Um, from Aftershock, we got Almost American, number two. Uh, Chicken Devil, number one. I am very excited for Chicken Devil. Uh, just because, for one, the... the, Come on, Chicken Devil, it sounds amazing. But the, the premise behind it all, it's, uh, I'm there. I'm there. And then Seven Swords, number four. So Aftershock just doing their badass thing that they uh, typically like to do. How about from Ablaze this week? We've got the Sumerian Beyond the Black River, number one. And with all of its covers of glory, gotta get that D cover. Mm Mm-hmm. Gotta get that D cover. Boom. From Boom, we've got Buffy Vampire Slayers, number 30. One, two covers there. Uh, Magic the Gathering number 7, Mighty Morphin number 12, and that's it from Boom. Just three titles this week. Plenty of covers to choose from, though. Uh, IDW. Uh, Marvel Actions Origins number Mm 4. we got Star Trek number 25. Uh, Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle, number three. And then Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number Niner. So you gotta love it. A whole lot of. Whole lot of, uh. You know. Disney. Uh. Dark Horse. We've got Apex Legends over time. You know. Video game stuff. That's what Dark Horse does. Uh. Last Flight Out, number two. I fucking missed number one. But. But. Good old Nerds Forever, 307NerdsForever.com. And there might even still be a copy there, to be honest. Head on over to 307NerdsForever.com and see for yourself, because it's sold out everywhere else. Uh, last flight out. Um, it gets you that number one, if you can. I'm not promising it's there, but that was the last time I checked. Uh, but number two is coming out this week, so that one should be on my pull list by now. Uh, Lucky Devil, number three, and Worst Dudes wrapping up with its fifth issue there. Uh, from Image this week, we've got Firepower, number 16. Uh, the Me You Love in the Dark, number 3. Number 2 was a... I mean, if you follow my social media, and if you don't, you should. Uh, on Instagram, it's I think it's the Cheers to Comics podcast. But um it's some variation of that. You'll find it. But uh, yeah, no, number 2 was a, uh, uh, just art. Art. That's what art is. And th- th- this is this book, number 2. Now let's see what number three follows up to because it's got big shoes. Those uh those boots done grew. Let's see how those little Tootsies filler out. Metaphors. Uh Righteous Thirst for Vengeance. Number five. Oh yeah, that's a new number one. I mean did I say number five? I mean number one. Why did I say number five? Isn't that severed? Um, yeah, but three covers on that one. And then uh the the Walking Dead Deluxe. Number 24, with its four covers to choose from, gotta love it. Good stuff this week, people. Let's head on over to Marvel. Let's see what all the the hoopla is gonna be about, because this is where usually the hoopla be starting. Mhm. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 75. Yes, a new era begins, and I'm gonna say if you didn't get the Gleason webhead variant, and you're a denier, you're probably gonna regret it, because it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a no-brainer. I do. It's going to bring the the love back to the WebHeb variant stuff, because it got burnt out. Like, they started doing shit that didn't make sense, and then overdoing shit, and pissing people off, but this one right here, I think it makes sense again. You know? It's not a... I don't think it's redundant, but it stays in the same vein of... I mean, honestly, the WebHeb variants should only be done in this title. You know? Or the Spider-Man titles. But... Uh, lots of covers to choose from on that, but the, the 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 C or the Gleason, I believe that would be the C. That's the that's the one. That's the one. Uh, Avengers Tech on number three. Uh, Captain Marvel number thirty three. Stay on this series, people, because it's uh, it's getting interesting for sure. We're I think we're going to be introducing the Dark Marvels here real soon. There's going to be a key issue slipping into this series under the radar. It's going to happen. Um, Champions number ten. Dark Ages, number two. Oh, yeah, talk about most anticipated read of the week. That's it. That's the one. And look at that fucking B cover. Oh, Laura. Laura Kinney on there. She's a survivor. She'll claw your face off. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Darkhold Alpha. Am I? Uh, ooh, the fucking variant on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's same, same, but different. Uh, <laughs> two covers. Uh, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. This is one that I kind of speculate on because Stan Sakai is doing the origin of Deadpool Swords. I think that's gonna be neat, to say the least. You know, I'm not a Usagi a Jimbo fan, but that doesn't mean I don't respect the artist. You know? That's just not a fucking type of story that I'd be into. But, with that being said, I want to know, I want to know. I want to know. You know, what's going on with Deadpool Swords? You know? Let's see what all Stan Sakai has to say. Fucking, did he get him from a bunny rabbit? That'd be weird, huh? Uh, yeah, you're going to... All over this book, people. All over it. Uh, Defenders, number three. I believe there's another minor first appearance in this as well. Take that for what you will. A um, few covers as well. Uh, Eternals, Celestia, number one. Uh, Excalibur, number 24. few covers there. Hellions, number 16. New Mutants, 22. Savage Avengers 25, so... I mean, Not a whole lot of spec again this week on both ends. Through the FOCs and the... Uh, um, uh, new releases. Sorry, I had a minor aneurysm. Um, but, uh, no, uh, there, I mean, there's stuff, for sure, but it's just not an abundance of stuff. Dense stuff, though. Like, no, no doubt, the uh, um, Arkham City. That's That's clearly the one... Um, I think that Dark Ages number 2, the A cover, in itself actually has a lot of potential because Miles is in a new form, and it's Miles, people, you never know, and it's Venom and Carnage all wrapped into- Miles, Venom, and Carnage, if they all fucked, that would be uh, what's going on in this cover here, not the fucking part, but the uh, the after- Oh, I was gonna say after birth, Blah. after math. Um. <laughs> there you go. That's it. Um, also the Gleason cover. You're gonna definitely want you some of that. hmm Um. Oh, and like I said, what was the? Uh, I, I gotta go back to uh, the, the 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 image book from Matthew Rosenberg. Uh, there was ah, fuck. I wanna make sure I get the the name right because it's definitely one that. You'd be silly not to... not to pre-order. Uh, where the fuck is it? You mother... Where's the furthest place from here? There it is. Um, yeah, no, you, it, it's... Mm. And honestly, I think fourteen ninety nine for the 7-inch record, I think that is probably the value of the week. Because I, I have a good feeling that this book is going to take off... To the stratosphere, people, to the moon, as the uh, Dogecoiners say, um, and having that seven-incher, mm-hmm, that's what she said. Uh, well, once he finished the sentence, at least. There, yeah, no, there's just there, there's a lot, there's a lot, but at the same time, not much. Huh? Are you confused? Um, but that's it. Um, I'm gonna stop talking about all that. But before I let you go, I gotta remind you to head on over to Cheers2Comics.com. And, uh, yeah, that's your one-stop shop for all things comics. Also, if you click on the shop button there, it's going to lead you to a, uh, a coming soon page. And <laughs> that coming soon page will direct you to shop, 2 comicscom where we, are, we... And I say we, as in me and my family, are a an official retailer now. So stay tuned for all types of amazing new next-level things coming from Cheers to Comics. We're not just a podcast now, people. Dreams are coming true and whatnot. But uh, that that website will go live, saying here for the first time for you as listeners, uh, October 11th. That is the uh, set date for the website to go live. So be on the lookout for that exciting times exciting times but even as a retailer myself i'm not going to stop mentioning the quality that is 307nerdsforever.com that four is a number 307nerdsforever.com use code cheers at checkout save yourself 10 percent we could be retailers supporting other retailers we need to keep the you know just just because we're on i mean different we're, we're we're part of the same vascular system you know, and there's we're all on different limbs, if you will, and we don't have to step on each other's toes, and I think that's something that more shops kind of uh, I don't know, be about, man. It's, yes, you could be uh, I mean, being healthy, or competitively healthy, no, no, healthily competitive, is healthily a word? Um, I mean, that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's I don't know, I'll I'll never stop touting the amazingness that is three oh seven nerds forever. Let's put it that way. Um, they're they're a standard, they're a standard to behold in customer service. So once again, three oh seven nerds dot com. Use code Cheers at checkout. Save yourself ten percent. And, uh, as always, remember to head on over and check out Inked Marketing, their Facebook page, and all of the great, amazing, crowd-funded Kickstarter comics and Indiegogos they have going on here that they're just, uh, ah, uh, blasting the hell out of. It's just amazing content over there. So pick your poison. Inked Marketing. Facebook. Check it out. And, um, uh, there you go. So I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to check, or to talk about. <laughs> In the meantime, I command you to stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, Focus! Brian Wayne here, co-curator of the Apotalypse. And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apotalypse. What is the Apotalypse? The Apotalypse is uh a... culmination of the gnarliest podcast independent podcast the internet has to offer so instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous podcast recommendations please just think the apocalypse man and it's ironic because the apocalypse is only the beginning it's only the beginning just go to podchaser.com it's it's in the top list the top list in the whole world so whether you're looking for true crime sports uh role-playing uh i don't know anything anything think of a podcast it's on the apocalypse it's like the apocalypse with a d and do not forget to follow the apocalypse on twitter as well once again that is the apocalypse if you're looking for a podcast recommendation the apocalypse is sure to have something for you